What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable Perception, episode 35. Brother from the same mother. Woo! 35? 35 millimeter? 35. You know some of the films that have been shot in 35 millimeter lately? Tarantino's. No, one? that was too big. No, you know, the Lighthouse. Oh, okay. Uh, marriage Story. So, uh, we'll hype up for 35 minutes. So, Lighthouse with um, Batman and William Dafoe, right? Yeah, Robert Batman Pattinson. and uh, the Goblin. Robert Pattinson and the Goblin. Perfect. <laughs> um, 35 KD. I got to give him a shout out. KD coming around 35? Number 35, man. Oh, the greatest him, 35 man. of all time. You know, he doesn't hold sure. back. I like he doesn't mind talking shit. He mixes it up. He mixes it up, man. He's the one that talks back to the fans. Y'all yeah. wanted the real till you got it. Hey, man, he mixes it up, but he also gives him on the MVP, too. And three plus five, what is it? Kobe. Yep, and eight days a week by the Beatles. You're talking Woo! about... Wait, you're talking about how Lennon swaggered? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, you know how lately there's been that, that whole um, Kanye diss with, not, with uh, Drake diss... And, I, and a lot of times you hear beefs between artists with the hip-hop community, right? Mm-hmm. So then I was just, I don't know how I stumbled up upon this recently, but I guess it's well known, was um, the, uh, have you heard the song Norwegian Wood by the Beatles? Um, it doesn't ring a bell. Maybe if you play it. So I'll play a little snippet of it, and it sounds very, you know what it was? I was hearing the Bob Dylan track, and it sounds like, this sounds like the other track, and for some reason... Either it hit me in the past, but I never went back to to check it. But uh, this song right here by the Beatles, right? We got Norwegian Wood that they put on Rubber Soul. Okay, the Rubber Soul. Just you hear the music style, the time yeah. measure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got that, right? Then you got this. Very similar, right? Like the oh, time wow. pattern and all that, right? So that Norwegian Wood song. But he uses the harmonica, huh? Yeah, Bob Dylan was sure. So did the Beatles. So uh, he kills that one though. Um, John Lennon wrote that song on Norwegian Wood, and Bob Dylan was like, "What? He's doing me, right?" So after he recorded fourth time around, they said as a kind of response to that song that came out the year right after. You know that time, man, they recorded almost like in every six months almost, right? Yeah. So Rubber Soul was in 65, and uh, Blonde on Blonde by Bob Dylan, which is one of the greats, was 66. So when he recorded that that track, the guy who was the engineer and all that told Bob Dylan, oh man, that sounds too much like Norwegian Wood. Oh. John Lennon's probably going to sue you. And Bob Dylan's like, what? I like to see that English monkey track. Damn. No, he didn't say that, but he did say, that's out of the question. I invented it. No, he didn't sue him at all, but yeah. And then I guess that he has a last line in that song, Bob Dylan, that has been interpreted of him calling John Lennon. Now he says, I never asked for your crutch, and I don't ask for mine. So Damn. he's basically saying, don't, be my, don't take, use me as a crutch, man. Don't, don't use my style. Damn, I don't respect it if they don't say their name, bro. <laughs> Bob Dylan couldn't even say it, man. Uh, I was gonna how, say that's they, how you say it because you still no, the song know, could go on without that idea of John yeah. Lennon. Would you say that the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, this Dylan song, meaning they made it better? No, it's a different song. No, I prefer the the fourth time around song. Okay, you know, Norwegian Wood's good, and the Norwegian Wood, the entire song is about John Lennon being with another woman while he was with Yoko Ono. Oh damn! Oh no, okay. while he was married to another woman and being with another woman. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, if okay. you listen to the lyrics and you read them out, that's what it's about. I gotta check that out, bro. But I'm like, you're not from Norway. You, you got that. Did what? you Did you uh, look up your top five played artists this year? Did you I couldn't it? find that option. I think I have to go to the desktop to do that. Okay. Yeah, but you go on a website. Yeah, but instead I was hearing uh, my top played artists kind of like in all the different songs that were on there. Okay. But, okay. you know, mostly it's like, so... I know you would send out a screenshot about it. Who are your artists, man? Give me some of that, some of those facts. It was random, bro. Well, obviously, Kanye West was number one, right? And how many plays have you done Donda for? 195 plays. And that just came out two weeks ago, right? Came out 10 days ago. So then you just leave it playing while you're asleep? Nah, bro. Let's get <laughs> in the gym. Everywhere, bro. All day. We, we be bumping it here. Um, yeah, so I had... Oh, no. is that why your Apple thing turned into a rotten apple? <laughs> oh, just yeah. kidding. Damn, man, yeah, you love that album. But I'm sorry, you were saying, man? No, Nas and Marvin Gaye were top three. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and so you... Marvin was my top three. And for three. Nas, is it, uh, have you been all over the map with him? Recently? I just really enjoyed the King's Disease album. Well, part one. Okay. I listened to that a lot. Yeah, man, you've been I still listen to it a lot. Yeah. Really and then for Marvin Gaye? Just his, his, his bangers, bro. The Inner City Blues. You know, the... What's going on? It's going on album. Okay. Yeah, definitely. None of that, none of that early stuff, really, that early 60s love stuff. Yeah, somewhat. You know, man, high enough. Nothing no, like yeah, that. of course. Okay. With Tammy Terrell. Yeah. yeah I, okay. I listen to those. Uh, you're all I need. The Wu-Tang sample, or it was Method Man, right? Yes. That sample. Good call. It. Good call on that. Speaking and of the Wu-Tang Man. A lot of people, bro, sampled Marvin Gaye's spaceship. Speaking of the Wu-Tang Man, for years I was like, oh, man, I'd love to see some stories on them. Uh, you ever do this and then they make a show on it and then you're not interested because Amazon has that show Amazon has it it has two seasons the Wu-Tang so it's on the Wu-Tang and it's a scripted show it's got good people on it but I'm just not interested I guess even though in my head I thought it was and it came to fruition I'm like eh not with it (laughs) have you tried it? nah I don't even know yeah it's on Amazon Prime you made me think or on Hulu one or the other okay it's just about like the the come up or what like how they yeah, all came together. Yeah, it all came together and it's all scripted. Oh, that's cool, man. And that one great actor, man, who's young and super good, man. He was a uh... dang man. I always forget. It was a kid in Moonlight. You okay. know, he was the the second kid. That guy. Okay. He's the one that has been all kinds of stuff. Oh, the, the, the little Puerto Rican, the the, the light skin kid. No, 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 he's dark. He's okay. a super dark kid. And he's just like, you know, he's the one that's... Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He had like a, a solo movie. He also had The Native Son on HBO. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I just forget his about. name, but that guy, he's, he plays the RZA. Oh, what? Yeah. That's fucking tight. Right, exactly. I didn't know that. Okay. So he plays the RZA and all that, so it's like, so yeah, man, I should give it a, I should give it a try. Mm-hmm. But you know, something's in your head, you think these are going to sound dope, and then you try like, oh, maybe not. No, nah, maybe not. Maybe I was just tripping. That made me think about, like, remember they did that album... For nobody, and they sold it for like a million. Someone bought it for a million dollars or something like that. Wasn't it the dude? Maybe I'm confused. Was it the dude that he did something? Yeah. Yeah, the one that was about the the medication for AIDS. That fool. Yeah. And he yeah, upsold yeah. it like five hundred percent or something. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, he bought the album just for that, right? Yeah. Like he paid exclusively. I don't know more than a million, dude. I don't know the exact amount for it just for him to have it, right? Yeah. Hey man, money, man, money. That's why money turns it's a devil's play thing, man. Turns you evil, man. I, man. I don't know, man. I prefer when the people say it's like, 
Money doesn't uh, change you. Money just reveals who you are. I like that better. Or or this one. Um, money. Wh- who do they say? Money. Money ain't owners, a thing. Just spenders. Yeah, that's true. Omar Little from The Wire. Oh, rest R. in R. peace, peace, man. He said that, right? You know, your yeah. money ain't got owners, just spenders or whatever. When he takes it from Marlo, right? At the uh, card game? Yeah, they went and they robbed the card game. Yeah, man. That, man. I need to revisit all those scenes, bro, because that, that would, I would say that was my favorite character. Omar Little, man. Chalky White. Yeah. Great actor, man. And he had Boardwalk that show. Boardwalk Empire, on, right? He had, yeah, and he had that show on Vice, um, Black Market. And he just, man, that guy was just, man, he really just stole scenes, dude. And he just was, he just embodied a character and he hit a lot of people, man. That's why yeah. a lot of people responded to his death, man. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, R.I.P., man. Fuck drugs, man. Yeah, dude. Heroin, dude. Jeez. That's rough, man. Speaking of, speaking of health, man, like, that's cool, man. Like, last, when I was over there for the podcast with Dirty Winners, I opened that fridge. I saw no Coke, but I saw La Crew. I'm talking about the La Crew from La Crew from Longest Yard, but La Crew, the sparkling water, man. How's that been going for you? Have you been noticing like no? I didn't changes? do La Crew. I, I'm not a fan. We're of not La Crew, but bubbly. No, I just had no. I just had like that, probably like that. Uh, that water from you know Stater Brothers, where it's just carbonated. Yeah, that. Pretty but then much, I same also, thing. but then I also had. Vitamin water, water zero. I was gonna ask you about that. Okay. So vitamin water zero doesn't have any sugar, but it has stevia. Like, okay. But isn't that bad? No, no, no. Because that's it's the not best it's one. not sugar, but it's probably like that. Why it's so sweet? It's like I forget the amount, but it's like three hundred times as sweet as sugar. But if it's not sugar, wasn't our boy it's Alan not. saying that it's hard to break down because your body doesn't know what to do with it? Oh. If you end up having sugar later. Perhaps, maybe, but I know stevia is a replacement just to swing things up, and it's a leaf. So that the Zevia drinks, the Z E V I A, like the, the yeah, that's all from stevia uh, plant all, extract, right? Yeah, that's all it is, stevia leaf. Yeah, because they say that you should combine it with another thing. Okay, perhaps. I thought we were up a little that. bit on it, but I guess there's not enough studies on it. But it does seems like too good to be true. Where I'm like, man. How's it so sweet? It's not sugar. And I was reading, I was like, oh, damn, okay. That's, that's bomb, though. But yeah, man, no, my, my husband's been all right, man. Just, uh, I haven't gone shopping this week, but I've had leftover stuff that I had at the pad already. So okay. I've been doing that. So, but yeah, man, I got to keep it consistent, you know, especially because I got to change up the, change up the, the lifestyle now because, you know, without saying too much now, you know, COVID's kind of clearing out a bit, fortunately. And, uh, Going back, going back to my location of work full time now, as opposed to working from the casa. Dude, that's a huge shift that you gotta adapt to, man. Cause you build what a costumbre every two, two weeks of doing of something becomes a habit. So now you gotta right. like adjust, do this. So now you like literally get two hours taken away from your day, in a sense of. Driving with I think, commute, that's a good, I think that's a good estimate. Commute that's and, a good, that's and getting a, ready. That's fair. So then I got to just utilize that time. Well, again, back to my podcast. Yeah. Because I listen to on the road there. Yeah. Or, you know, or maybe that some, time. Uh, some audio books or whatever. And then, yeah, man, but you know what? It's just like anything else, man. Getting back to the routine. Then I won't be having the AC on on my spot. I get my commute. But I won't be getting my shipments quickly because now I got to wait when they get home. 
you know, because I've been ordering a lot of stuff. And then when you're at home, you just open it up right away. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know what I got in the mail yesterday? <laughs> oh, the Tarantino retrospective. Oh, I think I saw that. One. So it's dope. Yeah. So it's like all about his films, and it's an updated version. So it includes uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He just like talks about it. No, it's just this guy just put it all together. Like took some old interviews or him commenting on certain films, and it's got beautiful um, photographs on it. But I also got that Taxi Driver book. Finally came in. Scorsese thing is huge, man. And it's the entire just photography book on Taxi Driver. I saw a long time ago at a, when I was in Pasadena at that bookstore. It's not Barnes & Noble, but it's a bookstore next to Lamel Theater. It was like 50 bucks at the time. I never got it. Now it's like 200 or something. But I was able to find it for 100 because it was used, but it was still pretty spanking new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So probably a new coffee table. So you put all those coffee, coffee table books, books on there. No Jeez. coffee, though. I you got that shit all over the place. Yeah. Especially if you come over. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. No, I'm just playing. Um, speaking of movies, bro, I saw oh, your, yeah. What's up? your self-proclaimed film of the year. The Green Knight. I didn't proclaim it as the best film of the year. I thought you did. You were the one that was hyping it way before. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. And then they held it off because of the pandemic. Did you say it was movie of the year? No, that wasn't me. Who, what's your movie I haven't seen enough films of the year of the year so far okay I thought you yet. were raving about it best. it's a great film like in the podcast you said like highly dope Shit, maybe I did but no no, it's a great film yeah you regret you like came back yeah. I, don't, I don't even think I even went there I think you just made it up maybe nah bro you tripping what okay. you, so what you think I, I enjoyed it I thought it was good I would say it's probably one of the best movies I've seen this year for sure essential question you watch it at home though I saw it at home, man. Of oh, course. Man. Come on, bro. This is a big screen. Uh, yeah, and I got surrounded compared to the theater. And I got surrounded. But one thing that stood so you out. Didn't, you didn't experience it. I didn't experience it. You saw it, it from a window. It was dope at the beginning. How much is that doggy in the window? What? You know that, like, 1950, that was 1950s music, bro. The what with the. Awful music, man. Dude, like, what stood out in that movie was the. The, 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 the crowns, bro. That's what I liked the most. Okay. Like, the, like it reminded me of Velado, like the Veladoras with, okay. with St. Jude on it. Yeah. Because it has like that halo effect. That would, I was like, what? What, what are some that of the things? That wardrobe was crazy. It was so sick, huh? What are some of the things that, that you felt that you picked up from the film where you thought they were trying to express in that story? Like, what do you think the Green Knight represents? I thought that was just like a real person in the movie. It could be, but I think he, he's a representation of something. What did What did he mean to you? So you gave me some. Well, he was he was like it. made out of uh, like trees. Yeah, the grass, so he's probably like nature, nature, right? Like giving yeah. back to nature, right? That's like dope. taking the way from nature, and and nature comes back and gets you, right? <laughs> But some of the stuff that I was reading upon with the story too was like uh, that they um, he pretty much failed in everything except the end when he finally said, "All right, go ahead," you know, yeah. chop my head, right? Because uh, I mean, the all the thing different off. things that the knight represents, he failed on. He was supposed to not want things back in return, and he asked that lady, "Oh, oh yeah, so, me. yeah." He was ripped off by those, you know, by those guys. He also was didn't give the money in the beginning, so he failed all this, uh, all this nice night test. stuff. And then yeah. he was disloyal, and he hooked up with that dude's wife, you know, uh, all that other yeah. stuff. So 
I like that it was like he was all going through this journey, but he didn't embody any of those those night things. So when they showed that scene where like what his life would probably be if he didn't accept his fate. And then, you know, his kingdom would be overrun. Yes. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he, he'd take away that lady's, you know, his own son. So, man, I love vi- visually, man. I thought it was striking, great acting. Dev, Dev Patel's a beast, man. Yeah. But you think that guy chopped up his head at the end? Who knows, right? Yeah, he did. Because now so? you say Mother Nature, you're saying Mother Nature's a bitch. He's all sarcastic and then, that's good job, saying. old boy. Well, he now was, bring me that head or what did he no, say? No, he said, off with your head. And they say, so well, in that, that video like, dissecting it that I saw, uh-huh. I probably think I saw the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when he, he says it that in a sarcastic tone. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm wondering if it really happened or not. But I've always loved those open endings, man. Yeah. I always prefer that. But that filmmaker, I really dig, man. Like, you didn't like it, man. I loved a ghost story. Oh, yeah, I didn't like it. It's because you hate Casey Affleck, even though he was covered in the sheet the whole time. He was horrible in that movie, bro. He had no facial expressions. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, I just didn't like him, man. Dude, but there's this movie on Disney. Okay. It's a cartoon. What is it? It took over a century to make. Isn't it funny now we have to say like Disney and it's a cartoon because they make so much stuff. Because they own Marvel. They it has own to do all that. Now we have to think. Oh, it has to do cartoon. with the greatest painter of all time. Oh, they're doing it on uh, Picasso? No. Dali? Yeah. Well, he was good friends with Walt Disney. There you go. It, no, it's actually on Disney. It's they, called, they put it on there? Yeah, it's been there. It's called Destino. But it okay. took over like a century to finish. Yeah, I saw amazing. I, I saw fucking part amazing, of it. Bro. You how saw part of it? it? How long is it? It's only like eight minutes. Oh, minutes. I saw the whole thing. I saw, yeah. it, I saw it in the Dali exhibit when they brought it to LACMA. They had That's it sick. Okay, yeah. but yeah, they have it on there. Cool. Like, they literally bring his paintings to life. Yeah, it was wild. I huh? enjoyed it, man. I'm like, they let... New but thanks Like, they me. let him do his So thing. it's it's back on. They actually put it Destino. down. Destino, yeah, man. Oh, that's cool. I'll check it out, man. It's Damn, been years. bro, you already knew that? You're like, yeah, I saw the... I saw his lobster phone. I wish I would have brought up more things, but... The only, you know how when you go to LACMA, they have that other separate room? Because it's separate. Yeah. It's a special exhibit. Uh, I wish I had... I actually went there on a date. When I was living in LA, uh, she's like, why don't we go to the exhibit? So it went, but it was kind of a little weird because it was like, oh, you're on a date and you're at a museum, right? Uh, but it was. Um, what are you guys gonna talk about? I was like, Enjoy oh, the silence. So you like surrealism too? <laughs> Have you been to the museum with the big chairs and tables? <laughs> Wanna take a pic there? What does that painting represent to you? <laughs> I don't know. No, but it was cool, but I wish I would have brought more stuff. Uh, but you know the lobster phone was there they had the, the cartoon there and um, yeah, you just had so much work right speaking of upcoming things they can have the Velvet Underground documentary on Apple next month Apple oh TV. Velvet Underground tell me why I'm speaking of movies I immediately thought the Jake Gyllenhaal movie I enjoyed that oh, one it's got Velvet Buzzsaw is it I never saw this. is that good and it's a RT, yeah, it's bro. on Netflix, right? Yeah, see, that's the one negative thing about sometimes they put so much stuff out there. Aside from mining, you have to mine for anything that's worth. Okay, that's worth it, right? And I always done mining, just like you have, like with music and going down the rabbit hole with different things. But with films, I'm still have to adapt to that okay. with the streaming part because I always already mined films before, like oh, who made this film? Filmmaker, video store, being there for hours back in the day. 
But now, like they promote a movie, and then you, if you don't remember, it's gone because it's, gone. it's just there. It's lost in that. Saturated, huh? So it's like it's a yeah, but if it's if it's there, it's there. You got to go in there and find it. But that's one of those. So yeah, it was sick. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. And also, one I saw recently, bro, Beckett, bro. Yeah, you kept talking about that. It's good, bro. What is this episode's name? Isaiah? Surprised. What's his name? Surprised. Something Washington. His last name in Washington, right? But it's what is like espionage or or spy or cover yeah. up. What's the premise? cover up? Are you trying to kill him, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, bro, and it's. I really was taking by it, like how much I enjoyed it. Okay, it has batteries. Lately, you've been uh, or whatever, but. Lately, man, you've been giving me some duds. Dude. John David Washington, respect the man. And your boy's Lately, in it you've too. been giving me some duds, man, so it's, it's been upsetting me. Your boy right here, Boyd Han- Hancock, what's his name? Holbron from Norco. But I think, I think I'm going to make you smile on this Which one? one? What did I give you a dud with? There's so many, dude. Jake Paul? He won. Jake Paul? No, some movies, man. like Or like films that I really like. Like, that's nah, garbage. And films that you like. Ghost Story, you knew I didn't like. That's all like four no, years ago. It. Okay, but no, not that recently. But I think I'm going to make you smile with this one. Smile. So, you know, you already know I have the AMC Pass, right? Yeah. So I already pay, it's like 25 bucks a month. Right? Oh, shit, is that much now? It raised up a little bit. Or 23 bucks a month. I remember it being like But it's worth it, Matt, because you can book it ahead. You can cancel. Oh, I, you absolutely. Get your you can. Yeah. And that alone, you know, that alone for one price, one's like 18 bucks. Because, you know, they charge you to book it online and all that. So, but this movie I wanted to see so bad... That didn't even have it in this AMC around here, so I went to Lemley. Oh, so no, I paid no. to go see it, right? How much is the retail it's taking like now? 15 bucks. And this man made too, huh? No, I went there like around 3 o'clock. Okay. Because it was early in the morning, Saturday. So, and it was Sean Penn's new film that I directed. Oh, you know what you're talking about? Yeah, how was it? How amazing was it? Not good. Oh, that's Oh, sucks. man, I wanted to like it so much because I love Sean Penn. Yeah. Oh. It like didn't give you any room for anything. Everything was a crying scene. It seemed like it was just a vehicle for his daughter because she was a starting movie and it was about her. And it just wasn't. I didn't care for it, man. He probably just did it for her. And I love Sean Penn's directing, man. And this one was not. Ugh. She's all that. Nah. <laughs> Isn't that a reference? Isn't that a movie? Oh, she's so lovely. Sorry. She's so lovely. She's so lovely. Nah. That's a great film. But she should have chose John Travolta. He didn't direct that. She should have chose John Travolta. The great John Cavetti's his son, Nick Cassavetes, directed that. But John Cassavetes. Nick Cassavetes from from um, Thin Red Lion, from Jesus. The guy that plays Jesus. Man, you think about Jim Caviezel, man? We're all over uh, the place. No, Nick Cassavetes, a filmmaker, but his father was. The great auteur who pretty sure. much is the godfather of independent cinema. Oh, wow. He would just pick up a camera and start filming, and he's got like the godfather of that. That's so that sad. was his son. But yeah, man, that, uh, that, uh, that's, that was sad. And I was like, man, my boy Sean Penn still look good, though. I mean, still shredded. Still I wonder juice. if he's on roids or still HR. snitching and juicing. <laughs> Did he? No, oh, Chapo's right here. He didn't do nothing, man. <laughs> it was a kid of Castillo after he smashed <laughs> and broke her heart. That reporter? The, uh, she was in a reporter's mask. Soap opera chick? Yeah. The novelas? But yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, nonetheless, I laughed and I was disappointed. Don't give me no Donda reference because Donda's a masterpiece, bro. Top three. If that's what you're trying to connect No, the, the reason what I was saying it was that because, I mean, it, it's sad when her. It's a letdown, yeah. When her. Yeah, yeah. When her when our heroes start to crumble, I've been through a lot of things with Kanye West, but not through not with his music. 
Well, I guess you're still in the uh, denial <laughs> stage, maybe. Nah. To to quote uh, the Number great writer uh, Chuck Palukniak, I forgot to his name from Fight Club. Even the Mona Lisa's falling apart, man. Even the Mona man, Lisa's I love that line. Remember when he says that? Yeah. God, I love that line. You and Mona Lisa's falling apart. It's all right, man. It happens, so, man. Michelle Penn's 61, bro. I got to watch it, man. 60. I got to convince you to come back to the back to the Penn side, bro. No, he's still on the side for sure, man. Um, dude, so movies, though. My my son, mm-hmm. was a, my son got, like, emotional. Well, my son, not emotional, but he always shows affection. So, like, whenever my lady's, like, on a couch and I'm, like, on the dinner table, like, eating or something. Yeah. He'll grab my hand and make me sit by mercy oh he look, and then, okay and then he'll sit in between us all the all the time like that's his thing like he loves seeing us together okay which is really cool to see wow all right like it's very fascinating like a little kid like he picks that up and uh, he was watching a movie called good dinosaur and it's like a like caveman baby and like a dinosaur, right? And they yeah, I haven't front. seen that, but I know what you're talking about. And there, there's like this moment where they have like sticks on top of like dirt representing their family members. Yes. And the caveman boy had three sticks, like mom, dad, and him, oh. showing the dinosaur. And then he got sad and he buried his mom and he buried his dad. Oh. And then like Zeke hugged Mercy and he kissed her, and then he hugged me and he kissed me. Oh, and he man. kissed me on the lips, bro. Oh, and I'm not a lip kisser. You did a Tom Brady. I Tom Brady it. I couldn't deny him, bro. And I was like, damn. Hey, man. My son was showing me hell and flesh. What you won't do, you'll and do I for did. love. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that sounds like a very emotional moment. Yeah. So you felt it, huh? Yeah, dude. And how was it right after you watched the rest of the movie? Nah, nah. We, we changed it. But it was just a moment that oh, we man. shared, bro. Which was cool, man. Maybe you should definitely write that down so you don't forget. Oh, it's actually here now. We have it on yeah, record. Have yeah. it on record. I was gonna ask you, man, you brought this up, but I thought it was very that I wanted to kinda of explore a little more with you was when we find like a, a methodology of doing something that works, right? Like for the need during the pandemic, you mentioned like we're letting older folks oh, go yeah. to the store a little earlier and then you say we we kind of go away from that, right? You don't mind expanding on that a bit? No, yeah, man. Thanks for bringing it up. Like, me and my lady were talking about it, and she brought up a great point. She's like, man, like, it's just weird how some people are already going back to work, but flu season's coming, right? Like, we're getting to the cold parts. Why not wait till the next summer when it's hotter, right? 90 degrees. What do they say? 90 degrees kills COVID or something like that? I don't know. Maybe the band I eat degrees. So they maybe Nick, Nick Lachey, they play it loud enough. Anyways, that that's part of it, right? Right. Which which was a good theory that she was talking about. But the other one was like, I remember like when we were barely going through this COVID stuff, how they like designated like the first two hours or the first hour of a grocery store, seven a.m. to right. eight a.m. for right. um, senior citizens, uh, people sixteen and older with disabilities or right. handicap. Right. Like, why do we go away from things that were working? You know, we're there's a lot of us that are so impatient now, especially with, like, older people. I can imagine someone falling asleep behind the wheel or some... Like, the other day, bro, someone was writing a check. Someone was writing a check, and the guy in front of me in line was, like, doing Hestels. He's like, man, who still writes checks? But it's an older person. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if we don't have... 
a just like a window for them to shop to be patient you know it's not gonna be beneficial yeah man we don't we don't revere our older folk here like you do in other countries yeah you know it seems like you know the people that revere their old older usually immigrants right that come here and practice that and it's really sad Very because sad. you know I know I've caught myself doing that too where we get so preoccupied in our own life that we think everything revolves around us and that's for example of how that individual thinks life revolves around him because you know like the, the great writer man he was talking about um, how I think I asked you to hear it. I don't know if you did. Like, I think it's called "What Is Water," uh, and that was a, a graduation speech he read to a to a class. And he said that um, the whole the whole speech is about how we miss what's in front of us, and it's not about how to learning how to think, but how you occupy that think space, right? And he taught. He's talking about how. So I recommend anyone that that nice. go back and listen to you. You can just go on YouTube, and he sex. He says he states out. He sex, right? Who he sex? Right, I don't know. But uh, he's talked about uh, his name is Casey right now. But he said that, um, you know, when we because uh, it was an Ivy League school, he's all of you guys are gonna have good jobs. And you're gonna do all that, and what's gonna happen is that you know life's gonna become dull. One day you're gonna be working long hours, and then you're driving home and you forget there's no groceries at home. So you know what, you're gonna go to the grocery store, right? Yeah. And you go to the grocery store, and of course you're gonna get that one cart where the wheel just keeps going to the left. Right? <laughs> and everything's illuminated in that awful fluorescent light, and they're playing that disgusting music over the air that's just driving you crazy. And then the checkout counter lady has a look of her eyes of just death, right? So it goes into all this stuff, and it says how we don't experience things through other people's eyes that we're just everything is about our experience that we have to learn how to put that thinking in place where instead of being looking at the suburban guy who's driving this big suburban but yet they have a sticker that says you know like no pollution right he's up yeah. what don't we think about maybe they're driving that suburban because one of their family members died in a car accident and they're afraid or something like that so you can't always think that way but that's how he was putting it and spinning it how like we that. have to learn how to apply certain thinking how to apply your brain capacity right how to think a certain way so that way we're not just you know living through our own experiences right like all that guy needed to do is take a moment it's like hey it's an older guy yeah man he writes checks maybe he doesn't know how to use the internet that's gonna be us too bro and it only and it helps you being yeah. that way too Mm-hmm. Because I notice when I get so impatient, man, like it just drives me nuts, and it's the worst thing. It's horrible, yeah. And it's funny because when you spell impatient, it's spelled unpatient. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's what's crazy. Like we should have a common courtesy hour, <laughs> at least nationwide. <laughs> like same thing. Like I thought it was dope how we had uh, like the restaurant capacity at like fifteen percent. 10%. Like, when I went to Disneyland, too, bro, with my family, that was the greatest experience of my life at Disneyland because me and my lady just had our own boat, our own ride the whole time because it was just 10% people. Right. And you got to enjoy it. You didn't have to rush. A so lot right, of now, rush. right now, did you spin it on me? You're being satirical because now we're talking about things that you experienced and in a way, it's almost selfishness. Hey, Selfishness. Probably. See, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't 
you can't have it both ways, right? Like that. You can't have it both ways. Not in this, but not in our commerce. No. It can't survive because yeah. it, I imagine, like for example, when you're talking about, well, it was a great idea, right? Oh, having doors open up earlier for older folks. Yeah, right? definitely. But how how does it work that way? You know, mm-hmm. can those stores survive if they do that? If they have to open an hour earlier for the few people that may or may not show up to do that shopping, right? Absolutely. Or what if they have to open? They open at the same time, but they don't allow other people to go in. Right, and what about those people in their lives, and maybe their schedules in line up with that? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so there's so many things. So to me, it comes down it's to tough. like, you can't. But it's not. It's not like let's not throw out the bath water, right? Like, yeah, I, man, I'm off my expression, my idioms today, man. But um, all that is just the. Um, but the one I do refer to is like, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah, you know, so you gotta you gotta get the wheels going, man. You gotta we gotta get things back in place and figure it out as we go, but not lose the lesson, right? Not and apply lesson. it more, but you can't wait till everything's perfect mm-hmm. to roll out or else shit's never going to get done, man. You can't always be, you can't, uh, what do they say? You can't be ready for, you can't, it can't always be night if you're not, if you're not ready for the day. Right, but, man. So, from Donda. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I lost my train of thought. But man, I can't believe I forget the, the the writer's name, man. But uh, they made a a good film on him too, uh, with that dude from the Social Network. It's called The End of the Tour, and how okay. a journalist met up with him while he was touring, and it's uh, for a book he wrote. Because um, he wrote that famous book, Infinite Jest. I and, oh yeah yeah that guy's cool bro. Yeah, and he he, he wrote he it. He talked about the future, right? He he wrote it like in nineteen ninety four. He re- it was a very famous book. I, I have not read it. I heard he, good things uh, about it. You know, I've read essays and stuff. Infinite and, Jess, yeah. But he, you know, he hanged, had long hair, right? He hanged himself. You know, unfortunately, yeah. you know, he was depressed and. R.I.P. Man. He talked about how at the end of that book, how he wanted to be a a tennis player, but he could never be a successful tennis player because he overthought. His brain was always working. He could never be in the moment, and in tennis, you have to be in the moment. You know, because. You have to let yourself go at a point and just let the body take over. But he would always be thinking about all different scenarios and it would just affect him. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's bugging me, so I'm gonna have to look up what his, his name is. And you, man, how about, every, how about everything else with you, man? That was a beautiful moment. I don't mean to just bypass it or be flippant about it, how how he said Lil Zeke did that. He so as soon that. as that scene occurred, he, he immediately felt just. Special. Like he's like, wow. I got my parents. That was yeah. beautiful, man. Like, I, what'd you think? Like, remember I showed you that video of my son when he, he like had his eyes closed, and then he like started falling in the room. Which one? The little ghost video. Oh. What did you think about that? Um, kids see ghosts sometimes. Kids sorry, see sorry. Ghosts sometimes. David Foster Wallace. That's the David, David Foster, Foster Wallace. Wallace. I don't know, man. I, I like the idea because I like the idea of wonder. And sometimes I have to take a step back to make sure I wonder because sometimes things are too concrete, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's impossible. You know, if you were to think, there's no such thing as ghosts. Mm-hmm. That's just him being a little kid and rubbing his eyes, you know, and, and looking away. And that's something that, that's going to be the thought when they should. And I want to wonder like a little kid did. Think about, oh, maybe there is a ghost. Yeah. You know, it's a spiritual thing or... Kids are to touching into something that we don't touch into, right? Yeah. So you don't lose that imagination and that creativity. You know, kind of like Tom Waits, how he talks about 
He's like, man, sometimes it's not look up what the things are. Mm-hmm. It's good not to know and make shit up sometimes, you know, because it's like that's what lets us touch base with things that we didn't know before, right? Or, or imagination. Exactly, man. No, but yeah, I, I think kids, dude, they, they're so close to like, they just left the womb. Like, they're so in tune, intuitive. Like, if you noticed, when you play with Zeke or stuff, like, if you try to startle him, you won't startle him. Because babies are so in tune with themselves. Like, if you try to, like, just poke them like right. that, they don't react. Right. He didn't react. That's, that's right. weird. You're not taking this shot. I am. <laughs> <laughs> how come they don't make, and that you bring this up, how come they don't make, do they ever make films of like kids seeing spirits and ghosts that is not scary or is not supposed to be demonic. I have a good spirit upstairs if anything. But I'm saying do they ever make films where it's not about something demonic or yeah. something like that? Casper. Okay, one. Casper. Oh, Beetlejuice. Casper from kids? No, that guy was Casper? What did he say? It burns and then the movie ended. Oh, I forget what he said but like there's always like these stories but you know I have seen a few but they were like foreign but a lot of them are never like that, 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 that I can recall that are good. Everything's always like bad. They should make one where it's like spirits and it's good and touching in that. Oh, I know another that one. That feeling. The Sixth Man with Marlon Wayans. Joanna Man? No, the Sixth Man, remember? <laughs> uh, no. He like he was a basketball player. He dies. But he's and not. And then he helps his brother and he's like a ghost. He's like. But is his a... brother a little kid? Nah, Come he's on, a man. grown man. About, like he's a little like... kid I know, touching I know, base I know, with that I'm thing, man. Man, we got to write that. Yeah. Something like that would be cool. Hey, man. Star. Football mañana. Oh, yeah. Cowboy game, bro. We going. <sighs> Champs. Super Bowl hangover, bro. We're going to oh, show them geez, what's up. Man. Every year I'm so excited. Away. You know Buffalo Stampede's going to take over. You want a Cowboy Bill Super Bowl? Um, how would you feel about that? How would I feel about that? I would feel and experience the same thing that we experienced during uh, Thanksgiving. A massacre? Yeah, I remember the Bills no, massacred Dak, them. Right? Might as well not have been on the field. I think the Bills just ran over them. <laughs> Buffalo Stampede. But yeah, man, it's gonna be exciting, man. So I'm excited for it. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool, man. I can't you know, it's gonna be do a couple of fantasy football leagues. But I'm not as, you know, as raved out about it. That's more about just watching it. So it's exciting. Hey my boy, man, I'm really happy. My boy finally got his uh he's been talking about this for for some time because he used to have records and during some stuff he lost some along the way and he's been buying some throughout the years and he finally picked up a record player with some speakers a good one nice because he got a setup in his spot because he was waiting to make sure he did the setup so man he's stoked he was sending me he's all excited he was sending me videos like oh look at this that is so awesome so I was stoked man I was like hell yeah did you gift him Yeezus um no man because they didn't even they don't have that on record. It's all, it's all, they have it, but it's not official. Yeah, that's a big The, uh, but yeah, man, but you know, whatever, as long as it's pressed well. But most of the time when it's not official, it's not pressed at a good plant. So you're just getting it just to get it, to have it. Uh, but the sound quality is probably not going to be as good, but it's fine. The, um, so yeah, man, so I'm stoked that he got that. So we having some listening sessions and stuff, man. That's cool, man. You could cuss, bro. Uh, I just didn't want to, man. <laughs> <laughs> so man but uh, aside from that man how, you guys been uh, checking out anything out lately man or 
She's guys watching the, She's watching this show on Hulu, bro. It's with, I, I think the guy from Everyone Loves Raymond, the uncle, the Ray Romano. No, the other guy. The brother. And then our boy from Snowfall, the guy that um, the guy I like. No, I know what you're talking about. That's not handy. Look, oh my god. What's that bro? show called? Off. What's that show called? Hey, first of all, there's one thing to confuse the Rolling Stones. What's Creedence Clearwater Revival? That's a cardinal sin. But this guy, he kind of looks like him. I could see it. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, There's a former the guy football played, player. The guy who played Ray Romano's brother. Looks like him. He's guy. the. He, you think he looks like the guy that Dan was in uh, on Boardwalk Empire? He's that Italian dude. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. No, the the show that's a, it's a just a limited series called Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty good. And Nicole Kidman. From the from the very little I saw, I'm like, damn, this is it's cool. Shit. I'm just watching, it's cool. Liked it, man. We'll like, see. Damn. It looks like it's I'm on the episode where I had the singing bowl. I was like, I love it, bro. <laughs> it the, reminded me of the the Donda album. The one show that I did run through, man, and it was, uh, and I guess it got greenlit for a second season. I was not expecting it to be as impactful as it was with me. Um, the White Lotus. What is it's on that? HBO? Good. Yeah, man. Yeah. But you know what? Shout out more to Reservation Dogs. Because we, we've never seen a show like that, man. In the in front of the camera, behind the camera. It's all like American Indian, Native Americans. And it's a show by... And it does pop references to Pulp Fiction. Hence the name Reservoir Reservation Dogs. Dogs. But it's Reservation Dogs because they live in the Indian Reservation. And oh, it's shit. in all Oklahoma. And where is this on? It's on only on Hulu. Oh. It's FX from Hulu, but it's not on FX, but it's on Hulu. And it's good, man, because it's uh, Taika Waititi, you know, that, that filmmaker who made uh, Thor Ragnarok and all those independent films. Uh, that one with uh, Scarlett Johansson about Hitler. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No. God damn, I forget the name, and I'm off of the things. But it was a very, very popular film. And then it was another writer, this filmmaker's, uh, I don't John, I forget his name too, but it's good. You should check it out. Okay. Because okay. they're all trying to get out of Oklahoma. But you know, they'll, sometimes they'll be dressed like reservoir dogs, just as a as a call out and homage to them. But it's like stories oh, that are cool. going on, and it's not about like oh, because every story that they talk about is like old oh, Native Americans dying and all that. This is like, dude, there's teenagers, they're young, and how it is growing up in areas like that and their problems and all that. And it's it's a fun watch, man. That's cool, man. I gotta peep it out. Well, man, you know what? Like last time we had a like a little marathon conversation with with uh, dirty winners, so I think maybe we're a little, a little talked out, man. But I'm glad everything's going well. Unless there's something new you wanted to nah, say it. or drop, that's it. Thank you everybody for listening, liking, and subscribing. Thank you, brother. Love you. Love you, man. Till next time. Till Peace. next time, y'all. Take it easy.